Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. This is episode 193. The Rise Up Network is committed to sharing the good news, sharing those stories of servant leaders, those men and women that are making a difference out there in the community and making a difference and an impact in the marketplace. We have an obligation and responsibility to give back. And it's the Rise Up Network that are sharing those stories, the good news, week after week after week. We have a great servant leader in studio that has a background, a business background in the private sector, which is near and dear to my heart, someone with entrepreneurial spirit, and is now taking their skill set and those talents and running for political office. So I'm very excited and interested to see what this gentleman stands for, what he backs, um, you know, and, and, and see if he's a fit for the Rise Up Network to actually get behind it and throw, throw our weight behind him. Without further ado, I have uh, Harry H. Puentes in studio with me. Welcome, H. Yeah, thank you for having me, James. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, background, you know, in startup, but before you even get into, you know, your business and professional career, yeah. where did you grow up? Where you're from? What's your path been like? Yeah, uh, thanks for asking. So, I was born in New York City. Um, my family, we moved from New York to middle of nowhere, Texas, uh, a okay. little town called Katy, Texas. Uh, I know Katy, just, Texas. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, it was little. Now it's a, a big, booming town. And then from Katy, we moved to Cyprus. So all sort of suburbs of Houston. Yeah. Um, and I grew up. That's where I grew up. Uh, and then I um, moved out to uh, to the Washington D.C. area to study politics and government at George Mason University. And then from there, good school. Went, yeah, it's a great school. Um, go Patriots. And then and then I went right. to uh, uh, attended the London School of Economics for my graduate degree. Wow. Yep. Okay. And then, uh, and then, what was what was like your first like real job, or not even real job? But what was the first job after school? Yeah, the first job after school, I was in management consulting. You know, okay. that's what we do. You coming out of grad school like that, so basically helping with board strategy, management consulting. Um, in particular, had a client that that needed some help on the board, kind of modernizing, optimizing organizational development stuff. Um, so we went in and, and helped them adjust accordingly, so that they were ready to grow in the in the new era. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And then how long were you with that company before? Um, so we were. So I, I was in London for about three and a half years. And uh, okay. and uh, one of the one of the organizations that I was working with was a basically a venture capitalist, and, and they were working on a fund uh, out of the bay. Uh, and then they had a portfolio company there um, that really needed my skill set to help drive some marketing. Uh, they were they were driving uh, to get some traction so that they could get a Series A mm -hmm. round in, and they needed to get users and, and people using the platform. Uh, it was a gamification startup trying to help address student debt uh, by getting um, uh, students to play uh, games, online games. This was the era of the big poker and when sure. people wanted to play online games. We'd outfit those games with particular brands, logos, Coca-Cola or whatever, what have you. We would drive students Students to go play those games coca-cola would put up the money for the winner and whoever won the money wouldn't go to you directly it would go straight to your student loans and so cool. we we're trying to use gamification to adjust student loan debt um, we had to pivot um, but we did a good job we we drove traction we got our series a's but that's really you know um, where i got my startup and entrepreneurial you know bug in me I like it. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. And then fast forward, how did we, you know, how did you get to San Diego? Yeah. So really my, my wonderful, amazing wife, Roisin, uh, we met out in, in London. We were both going to school out there. Uh, and she's a, she's a pharmacist, but also um, got into get her PhD 
in oncology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so her lab was recruited from MD Anderson in Houston uh, over yep. to Sanford Burnham up on the Mesa, Tory Pines yeah, Mesa. Yeah, a smart lady. I, 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 I'm very lucky every day. I'm thankful for my amazing wife. And, um, and so her lab was recruited. She came out to San Diego. And then I decided to, you know, obviously you follow love where it's at. So that's how we ended up here. Wow. Yeah. There you go. And then you ended up in America's Finest City. America's Finest City. Uh, I didn't know too much about it, but it's been it's been love at first sight. This this city's incredible. Um, the people are incredible. The environment is incredible. Obviously, the quality of life is, is second to none. Um, so we're, we're very thankful to be here. Couldn't agree with more. You said it perfectly, so I'm not even going to try oh, yeah. and, and try and tag on to that. Then what? So wife, so wife's got a great job. Yep. You have this amazing skill set. Where'd you go to work? Yeah, so, you know, I wanted to, so I was traveling a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I worked on the national staff for a co- college organization for a bit. Then I come home uh, after a trip to Alaska. My wife was uh, saying, hey, you know, she had all these paperwork out. And she says, look, the last time we've been together in the same, the longest time we've been together in the same city over the last five years we've been together is four weeks. And so that's when I realized I had to pack up the luggage and, and really start to look for opportunities in San Diego that had me more mm-hmm. permanently here. And so I wanted to find an organization that I could work for that married those two passions of mine. One is helping people. Uh, you know, I really believe in, in, in investing in human capital and, and, and make, you know, nothing excites me more than when, you know, you give advice or you give support to someone and they believe that they can believe more in themselves than what they actually do. And to see them attain that and, and be successful really just gets me going. And then the other side, which is the entrepreneurial side, you know, I, I realized very early after grad school that, you know, the, the traditional big companies hiring thousands of people, it's just not there. We need mm. to really, uh, you know, invest in entrepreneurship. And if we're going to address some of our most complex issues, they're going to be found. Those solutions are going to be found in entrepreneurship. And so that's when I, I found Connect and I applied and, and, and was accepted and, and, and started working for Connect. And that then, you know, put me on a different trajectory. Love it. And, I, you know, I just want to underline, folks, what he said. You know, we have some serious, complex issues currently and some that we're not even aware of that we don't even know as, as, as tech and we evolve as That's a species right. and what we're doing with this planet. The answers are going to lie in people's ideas and the ability to create companies and businesses to solve for those ideas. That's right. That's right. And and I think, um, you know, so at, at Connect, you know, I saw a real gap in, in the market in that, hey, we weren't really bringing entrepreneurship to the wider city. Mm. We, weren't, we You know, entrepreneurship was traditionally, you know, uh, congregated in a certain group. And the reality is, you know, I, I firmly believe that no community, no individual group has a monopoly on incredible ideas. And if we're really going to uh, address some of our complex issues, then we have to create pipeline to those different groups that have different ideas and so we took a program called connect all we took that program in less than three years um took it from concept to nearly four million dollars of funding and turned it into a a partnership with the city of san diego the jacobs neighborhood for innovation and other organizations uh, to build the region's first diversity focused business accelerator and resource center with a mandate to create high growth jobs here in san diego Love it, yeah. love it. So there's there's a lot there in what you yeah, just said. Of course. You know, so we have we have a pretty diverse network. So first, back up a second and say, you know, just explain the background of Connect. Like, sure, why was Connect started, mm-hmm. and then share with folks like what is an accelerator and how does that piece work? That's a great question. Um, so Connect actually started 
35 years ago. So okay. it is considered uh, probably the oldest business accelerator in the country, if not the world. Wow. Yeah. Um, it started out of UCSD, so University of California, San Diego. And basically what happens is that in, in a lot of these universities, you know, you've got researchers, you've got students coming up with like incredible ideas, like potential businesses. You know, maybe it's mechanical fabric, a new type of battery. And so what happens is that all that technology accumulates in what's called a, a tech transfer office, mm. which is basically you know, uh, all of these technologies that are ready to be commercialized. And so what happened was UCSD and the leaders at that time realized like, hey, we're, we have all this technology, but we have no way of commercializing it, right? We, we, we have to bring in entrepreneurs bring in some programming to help them really take some of this technology and build business out of it. And mm. so uh, and so Connect was born. And so in its early days, it was called Connect uh, UCSD Connect. About 15 years ago or so, we, we, we spun out into our own nonprofit. But now there's Connects in 34 places around the world, at least the last time I was there. Mm. There's a Connect in, in Tampa, Connect in uh, uh, Bahrain. There's Connects all over the world. And, there, and basically, what an accelerator does is it accelerates your business. So you come in with an idea and, and it helps, it brings mentorships, it brings programs, access to capital so that you can accelerate and grow your business faster. So that by the time you leave a program like that, you have the playbook on how you need to execute your business and you have a strategy on what you need to do to grow. So I'm a, you know, I'm a young entrepreneur, I get this idea, I have, you know, whatever the next widget is, Yep. but I've never done this before. That's right. And I know I got something on my hands here. Mm -hmm. So I would go to an accelerator and then the accelerator would help map out a business plan. Yep. Yep. The, there's there's different there's different levels of accelerators. Some some are sort of early stage ideation, which is where you just have an idea and you need to do some customer customer discovery, maybe validate it. There's also accelerators like your Y Combinators, which are kind of the most famous ones. Dropbox went through there, um, and those are for a little bit. You know, companies that have a little more traction. You know, traction meaning like they've got some pilots running, they've got some sales, perhaps a little bit of revenue, maybe. Um, and so there's different tiers that you can go, and there's also accelerators that focus in particular industries. So there's life science accelerators, for example, uh, J and Johnson & Johnson has an incredible one called J-Labs that you can go to for life science companies. There's robotics accelerators. You know, there's, there's accelerators on all kind of different things that you can think of. Fantastic. So if, you know, someone's listening to this today and they think they have an idea or, you know, they've got a business and they want support, you know, what kind of advice would you give them? Where, where should they go? Yeah, I, th I think first off, I think you should you should definitely look at connect.org. You can go um, to okay. the website. You can get involved. You know, I think the biggest thing also is get out into the community. There's a ton of people doing some incredible stuff. Startup Week in particular is doing some great stuff. They just had their Startup Week. Uh, uh, it's called Startup San Diego, excuse me. But they just had a, a whole a whole event called Startup Week where they have 5,000 people. We took over the convention center. And it's everybody that's got an idea. And that's a good way to, to get your idea out there and, and, and get people, you know, um, thinking about it, maybe engaging, you know, you've got to, at the beginning, you've got to get some critical mass and, and, and you've got to get people that believe in you. You know, if, if you can't convince someone to believe in, in an idea, then it's going to be very difficult for you to get lift. So I would encourage people to get out into the community. You can go to meetup.com, find different meetups, depending on what your business is. There's also a lot of organizations in the government that you could look at, for example, the SBDC, that's Small Business Development Center. They have a lot of programs and courses that you can take absolutely free. Uh, and then there's also, you you know, educational institutions like the San Diego Community College uh, District's Continuing Education that you can get certification.
applications uh, for free uh, if you just go and apply and, and look at the classes and pick one that makes sense for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's, you know, a wealth of information, you know, for the network. And there's, you know, again, it's it's really about being a resource, being value add for folks in our network. Absolutely. So you're at so you're at Connect. Yep. Where? Well, before I even go there, yeah, yeah. we got time. Talk to me about the pro- the project that you guys just did down in Southeast San Diego. Yeah, it's a it's it's never been done before. It's one of a kind uh, kind of project, and and really the idea was it goes back to that belief that no community has a monopoly on great ideas, and and the yeah. next iconic companies of San Diego can come from anywhere, and mm. so to do that we've got to build infrastructure so that companies can bubble up in places that that you would never thought would be able to bubble up, and more importantly we've got to create programming that brings in mentors and expertise, right, thought leaders to come in people who have done it before and that's really what connect has been known for you know we've been building companies day in and day out for 34 years you know something like two billion dollars of capital has been invested in connect companies and so wow. that's a big expertise there that if we are able to spread that knowledge through san diego then we can we can really do something incredible and so uh, we started a program it's called connect all at the jacob center uh you can go down there and look at it the mayor just opened it up uh two weeks ago um it's 45 hundred square feet state-of-the-art facility you know you, you you're in southeastern san diego but you could might as well when you walk in there you're in midtown manhattan you're in you know knightsbridge london it, it is state-of-the-art equipment a lot of great uh, support from a lot of community organizations and business leaders you know just getting behind the idea that we've got to do an incredible job of helping to build businesses you know Interestingly enough, it's actually easier to get $20 million in venture funding from Qualcomm Ventures, Illumina Ventures, and any of the big VC firms um, than it is to get your first 25K to build a, a, a MVP or a proof of concept, a minimal viable product, right? It's very difficult to get that initial lift. And that's actually the zone where the city, using its powers of land use and budgeting and thinking innovatively about how it approaches it, how it, its, its abilities mm-hmm. can really help entrepreneurs get that first leg to see to test ideas to see if there's some opportunity here and then the rest of the way in san diego we have a great pipeline to then build you know sort of the medium chickens to the big chickens but it's really getting that that the little hatchling and getting wrapping around and getting those support that support it needs so that it can then grow and that's all that connect all at the jacob center is really about and how long ago you know did that project start so less than three years. We okay. took that project from concept to, to where it is today. So we started in um, 2016. Wow. Yeah. And, wh- and what have been some of the groups that have kind of come through? So right now we just started. So okay. it, the program just launched. Uh, we have 13 companies. Uh, we have co- or companies like Favio, uh, which is an on-demand moving company that's uh, really looking to, to be labor on demand. They're basically muscle on-demand company. Like it. There's Promo Drone. That's got a drone company that basically has marketing. So it's a specifically created drone that, that allows you to market. So you can imagine at the Del Mar Fairgrounds or at a concert, you can have you know Rise Up Network on the drone, f- swarming the beaches and being able to advertise and place your ads in a Gen, different unique take place. Notes. Yes, uh, and then we have. We have we have we have companies like uh, and I don't know the name, but there's a there's a, a blind gentleman that's building robots for the blind. It's really cool. it's it's incredible. There's all kind yeah. of different companies there, uh, and and you know we're expecting big things, but they're ready to go. That's great, and I love the wide range that you have. Yeah, you know, and the diversity is just fantastic. Yeah. So, when did you say, all right, something's got to be done differently? Yeah, and. If I if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say something about it, 
then I'm, I'm going to take action. It's going to be me. Yeah. What was that moment where you were like, all right, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring here? Yeah. You know, we got to a place where, where, you know, I'm a big ideas guy. I'm a big infrastructure guy. That's what really excites me. The sort of complex issues that, that, you know, getting diverse groups together, building consensus, you know, between groups that you never thought would have worked together really excites me. And so once we got to a place where connect all at the Jacob center was ready to go, you know, we, we got the branding, the budgets, the, the logo, the community behind it, the, the funding, you know, any budget gaps, we took care of that. Then what we did was we hired a team to take it over. And at that time, I was really thinking, you know, I took some time off. My wife and I went to the Grand Canyon in Sedona, which I highly recommend, uh, and just took some time off to just think. And as I started to reflect on the last three years and the hard work that we did at Connect All, um, I realized one thing, uh, a couple things. One is um, the incredible role our city can play uh, when it thinks innovatively about how it addresses some of our most complex issues. The second thing I realized is how, you know, there are some shortcomings. There are some champions down in City Hall that want to help modernize government and have some incredible ideas, but we don't have enough. And so when I really reflected on on, on what I wanted to do next, I wanted to find a place where I thought my skill set would really be best served. And I and I realized that um, that 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 not too many people with my background would go into public office. You know, they would go to another startup. They would go back, you know, continue into the private sector. Uh, but I realized that where I can make the most impact for, for, for my future daughter, for, for future generations of San Diegan was getting into the public side and really trying to help on that side. Um, and then I think the last piece is, you know, innovation with the Internet of Everything is going to be increasingly important to our, our public leaders, meaning you have things like genomics. You have questions on automation. You have questions on big data um, that we need to that we're going to need to address. And we need city leaders on the inside that understand these innovations, understand the good way to harness that innovation so that we can grow and prosper in San Diego. But also, not all innovation is the right type of innovation, and there are going to be some speed bumps. And we need we need elected officials that understand that and can help guide our city in a very positive way so that we can be successful. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. So share share with us a little bit. You know, what are you know some of your ideas? Yeah. And what what are some of you know some some of the topics that you're passionate about that yeah. you really want to get behind? Yeah. And and you know, I know we're short on time, so I'll just kind of give you know things that the big areas things that the way I look at it first is we got to modernize our government. We got to be more innovative in our approach. And what does that mean practically? That means you know taking principles that we that we apply in the innovation sector and 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 bringing some of those into government. For example, continuous improvement, right? We're mm. taught as we build businesses that we're we're never perfect. That we're constantly figuring out with a feedback loop how how mm -hmm. can we do better? I think I want to bring those principles to city hall. Continuous learning, right? I want to, you know, use the power of City Hall to be able to convene some of the greatest minds, build consensus around ideas and make sure that we're getting that feedback loop so that we're constantly improving and modernizing and taking that approach um, to be able to address some of our challenges. Secondly, I think, you know, prime and center is going to be our environment and climate. You know, we've got to do our job to address the impact that climate has. We all love San Diego because of the jewel that it is. It is an incredible place to live and we've got to ensure that that's protected for future generations. And so that means addressing things like our housing crisis, addressing things like our infrastructure and our transportation. And finally, I want I want to I want to 
make sure that government is investing in the amazing human capital that we have in this city, right? When I look at people and I meet people, I've always been amazed by the potential that they bring to the table. Every single San Diegan has something to bring to this table and our government should make it their priority and their focus to figure out to, how can we tap into that incredible opportunity, right? And the, you know, it's, it, they say that we only use 6% of our brain, right? I feel like we only use 6% of the human capital talent here. We've got to engage with our community leaders. We've got to go down to the universities, engage with those young leaders, make them feel empowered to help us address some of these challenges. I don't come here saying I have all the solutions, but I want to build a government that actually knows how to tap into the places where we can find those solutions. I love it. And actually use the resources that we have. We have it. We have There's it. so much untapped potential. Incredible. What are some parting words for our listeners? Get involved. You know, the, the biggest thing that you can do is get involved, you know, and I think, uh, you know, there's the tendency to kind of feel like you have you have nothing to give or that with the current state, there's nothing you can do. But in the innovation world, we're taught to see challenges as opportunities. Right. Every time you're hit with a with a brick wall, you, you got to smile and see an opportunity. And so when I look at these great challenges that we face here in our city, I get excited. I get excited at the opportunity that we have to really address these. This is our time as a, as a community, as a city to start to really make the big decisions that are going to leave a lasting impressions for future future generations of San Diegans. And that excites me. And I hope that excites you. Yeah. What's the timeline and how do we support you? Yeah, so uh, so the election is on March 3rd, 2020. There's a number of different ways you can you can support. Go to the website hpuentes.com, h-p-u-e-n-t-e-s.com. Um, you can you can support. Obviously, you know, money's the big thing, so donating would be incredible. But also going back to my point about human capital, you know, we need people that if you're good graphic design, if you're good dealing with data, if you want to knock doors, you know, words of encouragement, all of that stuff helps. Uh, so, so no, there's room for everybody on the campaign. So just get involved. Contact us through the website, and that's the best way. H. Puentes. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Promise us you will come back. I, you, anytime you want me. Fantastic. Excellent. Folks, it's been incredible. We do have an amazing servant leader who's just starting his run for political office from one uh, capitalist to the network out there. This is a guy you want to go check out. You know, he sounds a little bit of a disruptor, which I like. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big government person, but I'm clear we need some change in government, and this just could be one of our guys. So, H, thank you so much for coming on. Folks, get out there, keep rising up, make a difference, make an impact.